Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu aleyhi ve selamu Seyyidina ve Mevlana Muhammedin Mustafa sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem. Bir madadakum ve nazarakum. Madaya Seyyidiye Sultanı Lauli Maşik Abdali Faizi Dağistani. Sultanı Muhammed Nazım Adın Hakkani. Sultanı Kulubina Mevlana Şeyh-i Şam Kebani. Bir madadakum ve nazarakum. Auzu billahi mineşşeytanirracim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Atiye Allah ve Atiye Rasul ve onur amri minkum. And that uh, reminder always from myself. Ana abdukul ajeezu, da'ifu, miskinu, zalimu, jahal. And by the grace of Allah that I'm still in existence. That we take a path of effacement. That to be nothing, to be nothing, to be nothing. And that nothing to enter into the heart but the love of Allah and His beloved Sayyidina Muhammad And a reminder from myself always, is seek a path in which gives power to the soul, gives honour to the soul, gives knowledge to the soul. That the knowledges of eternity, the knowledges of the heavens and malakut they give a qudra and a power to the soul because it's not from this dunya, it comes from the oceans of eternity. And one such understanding is in the reality of numbers that everything is in a perfect hisab, everything is perfectly calculated by Allah and when Allah wombs us to understand a heavenly and divinely code begins the opening within the heart of the numeric code. That the numeric code is a more perfected code over creation than the kalam. If the kalam, if your spelling is wrong, the understanding changes. The numeric code is easy, much easier, much more perfected much more universal. That, that number and the numeric understanding can be for entire creation to understand versus the huruf or the kalam based on whatever locality or whatever country or whatever earth or planet. These haqqaiqs of the heavens they open for insan to understand that from one to nine are Allah's most powerful numbers. Hula awwal is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine akhir. Nine is the most powerful of these numbers. These are the base numbers in which everything of Allah's heavens are built. Because the eleven is a one with a one, thirty-five is using a three to a five that the larger number can be reduced to a single digit number. So when you see eleven you can collapse it to a one plus one which is a two. You say fifty-three you add the five, the three you get an eight. So between this awwal and akhir, between one and nine becomes the building block of all these realities. And for the soul and the importance of the soul when they say, seek out the knowledges of the soul and seek out the knowledges that have power and qudra upon the soul. And what's 
one such understanding that Allah has nine awliyaullah that they are eternal souls and their responsibility is for the uplifting of those servants in which Allah destines for them to build themselves. It's a ni'mat. So when we on Jummah describe that Allah's tremendous guidance, tremendous blessings, they are infinite. Not that you only came to Islam was the only best blessing, but if Allah guides you to iman, to faith, it's a completely immense ocean. And what if Allah guides to Maqam al-Ihsan where to worship as if you see Allah was the hadith of Prophet Maqam al-Ihsan is all your worshipness as if you see Allah and if you don't see Allah know that Allah is seeing you. So in these different darajats there are different levels and understanding. When Allah says in Holy Qur'an, that have a consciousness and keep the company of the sadiqeen. These sadiqeen are, and again no disrespect, are not only an imam of a masjid, but these are guides. These are not normal people. When Allah is not talking about a person who is a Muslim trying to improve themselves, not even talking about a muhsin who reached to the maqams of iman. When Allah is describing that this level of consciousness that they attain in which they are muttaqeen, all their five senses are in submission to Allah and they guide with their ears, they guide with their eyes, they guide with their breath, they guide with their tongue, they guide with their sense of touch, their hands and feet. Allah open all their senses and through their darajat, that there are higher and higher ranks that are infinite. These realities that Allah dressed upon nine such holy souls that when the believer wishes to seek a reality from hadith of Prophet who knows himself will know his Lord. When they're sincere to themselves that, Ya Rabbi, this world is not what I'm interested in. I want to get to know myself, to know these realities and they keep making that du'a until Allah guides them. Guides them to one of the gates that are representing these nine awliyaullah. If they're guided to that reality, those gates will bring them into the halaqah of that reality. So it means that's what we're seeking out in life. Not just going for Jummah and going home, going for Jummah, going home and talk politics. There must be halakas of dhikr, halakas of haqqaiq in which to build the self towards what Allah gave up all its realities. And they come and teach that if that soul should enter into that association, these nine ancient souls, their fires and their nazar is upon that person. And their responsibility to guide that soul towards Allah's haqqaiqs and realities. Means then the shaykh of that reality, you won't see them until you open the heart and open that reality. You may meet one of the people of the Bab. Well, Allah says, nobody knows this but the people of the Bab.
What bab? For where? These are the cities of knowledges. Not the knowledge of accounting, the knowledge of the souls. If you meet one of those gatekeepers they take you by their association, by virtue of being in their association you are in such a halaqa. And that halaqa means that as much as you try to improve yourself, perfect yourself, these nine only Allah their nazar is upon you. The shaykh at position one is responsible for the oceans of oneness. And they begin to inspire within your whole life the oneness of Allah And it's all nine simultaneous. You never perfect one and then go to the next, there's no perfection. Perfection is only for Allah The shaykh at position one, the soul at position one is continuously putting a fires and nazar upon your soul about the oneness of Allah real oneness in which you begin to realize everything is from God. Nothing escapes Allah nothing. Nothing can come to you, nothing can be taken from you that not written by the supreme, supreme power of all realities. It keeps reminding, as soon as you're upset reminds that remember the ocean of tawheed and oneness that Allah is hand over everything. So no need to be angry, no need to, to take vengeance. Allah wrote, Allah doesn't change a condition of a people until they change what's within themselves. So if somebody is continuously bothering and aggravating you, Allah wants something. So that wali at position one is continuously inspiring a sharat. This is guidance. When we're talking about these are the real guides. If you meet one of these guides, they bring you into the circles of guidance, then these nine are responsible for that reality. And they accompany you continuously to teach you, go back to your tawheed. Remember the oneness of Allah There's no need for you to be angry, there's no need for you to have vengeance, there's no need for you to complain about anything. Allah is that hand above your head. So make your case with Allah if you want something to change. So deep and they see the oneness in everything. Everything that comes to them is from that ocean of one. Simultaneously the soul and the shaykh, the guide, the mushid at that position two is then teaching you the secret of two. The two for them is a reflection of the one. Means then the position of shaykh at two he's reflecting and showing that this reality of two is a reflection of the one of the Creator. That when Allah is La illallah when Allah want to begin to show you the ocean of two is a reflection of that which is Muhammadun Rasulullah The reality of Muhammadun Rasulullah is the reflection of that La illallah. The reflection of Allah when Allah wants to be known will be known through the two will be known through the reflection of Muhammadun Rasulullah When Allah wants to show His attributes and His Divine attributes, He's not going to show you about Himself. Allah beyond His tashrif and, and respect, it's not something that we can even phantom. 
Allah begins to show you His generous Prophet The compassion, the mercy, the love, the good character, khuluqul azim. That you have a magnificent character means you are the perfect reflection of my realities. And the two becomes the Bahru Qudra, the oceans of power. That everything emanating from that reality, that that is the ocean of all the atoms. Everything on this earth is a reflection of atoms that are moving. This form is an illusion. So there's an ocean in which atoms are spinning and spinning and we are the appearance of a hologram. And this energy can never be destroyed, there's proof of God is energy and energy can never be destroyed, energy just changes. So this being of ours it goes through changes when it doesn't need the body of course the soul moves free from the gravity and the gravitational pull of the body. And they see energy now with their digital cameras, they see spheres. Go outside on dark nights, places where there's lots of energy, energy being, lots of jinn, you see circles, millions of circles in the picture. Why? Energy when it has no form it becomes spherical, a circle. And you'll see the energy everywhere. So when this body is finished and its time is gone, back to the ocean. And they found that energy, it takes a residue of everything it experienced. If you run energy through a nuclear power plant, it has a residue of the nuclear facility. So it means that your energy coming into this earth, all of what it's learning, all of what it's understanding, it's being loaded, loaded, loaded with its understandings, its knowledges and as soon as the mass is destroyed or put back onto the earth, that energy is going back up. That is the C2. That your energy, your E equals MC squared. That the energy equation, if that mass leaves, you're left with two lights, either Nurani or Narani. Either you're Nurani and you perfected what Allah wanted perfected or you're Narani. If you are of a fiery nature Allah sends your energy back into the fires. If you are of a Nurani nature Allah sends your nur back into the oceans of nur. So the position too is teaching that all of these haqqaiqs are known to you as Muhammadun Rasulullah then the shaykh of position three begins to teach the importance of three. That you are from the ocean of three. We are the, from the ocean of the reality of the two. That Allah takes from that two and makes the three and all creation is coming from that reality. So then the shaykh of position three is teaching us about that three that every ocean Every reality is from that. We say that the flowers they come from that three. The tree, the wood, everything is a manifested energy coming from that Bahru Qudra. Allah takes from that light of two and makes the three. And the reality of that three has to do with our soul and all of its opening. That's why Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem. 
when they take all of Qur'an is in Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem and they put the numeric abjad of Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem is 786, 7, 8, 6 is 21. So they can recite Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem 21 times with all the secrets of Holy Qur'an but two and one becomes three. So means that this reality powered by Holy Qur'an, the tremendous power in this three and understanding of that three. The shaykh at four begins to inspire that all of Allah's creation is from four elements, earth, water, fire, wind. Every creation from these elements and sun to know themselves they must know the balance of these four realities. That the earth of your being is your teen, your teen is the scale, the water of your reality is the angelic reality of you, the fire of your reality is the jinn reality of you, your earth comes to balance the water and the fire. That's why we can make tayammum. Prophet was teaching us our realities and people who are no mind people they mock, oh look they can make cleaning with, with dirt. No Prophet is teaching your reality that this dirt of yours with the water of the heavens can grow everything. The angels within you can make everything to prosper. The fire within insan either he brings his jinn nature to become violent and angry and qadab which becomes kufr, they go out of faith or the fire becomes the fire of him where they have a zeal to conquer everything, to do everything, to go out and work and to serve for, for Allah They balanced, the, they are the mizan, they are the scale, they took their fire they balanced it, they don't allow it to overtake themselves and become narani. They use that fire within their heart like a fuel to move. The water within their element they perfected, they clean what they eat and what they drink, what they breathe nourishes the angels within them. The angels are from water, they're created from water. So it means that if you dirty the body and suffocate the body and poison the body you kill the angels. And that's why I said you can see a swimming pool when they put chlorine, nothing grows, they killed it, they killed the water. But if you put a beautiful cup with water you see the green start to grow, it has force, it has life. Allah just said, my throne upon the water. What about the water of the insan? When they perfect and, and water and cleanse their, their mind, all of the angelic force within them is nourished and empowered. Then their body becomes the scale that controls this fire and water and then Allah breathe onto him of his spirit. Nafas ar-Rahman when open for awliyaullah they are breathing from Allah's qudra. Whatever that may be they don't give permission to describe that now. But the element within them their breath in which they survive is by the balance of their being. So the shaykh at position four is teaching them, these are your elements, don't let the fire of your nature overtake you.
That's why then all the teachings, be patient, be calm, no need to spark yourself. Every time you get angry this fire element became stronger. So then in this society they teach the wrong thing. They tell you when you're angry, uh, act it out. Take a pillow and beat up your spouse. Get the anger out of you. No, no. If this anger comes out of you, it becomes a fire that rages. You know it's like an oven, they want the door shut, cut the oxygen, this fire dies. If you open the door more, the fire becomes stronger and every issue becomes more powerful and harder to struggle with. So Prophet gave for us, no, cut your anger, don't expose your anger, don't expose your problems, don't complain. You're giving your nafs an excuse to begin to rage. It wants to be heard, it wants to be validated. Nothing in that Allah's interested in, validate only your soul. What bothering your nafs, who cares? Put the fire of your qadab down and control your elements, then they begin to teach you this way is based on your breath. So how dare you could do anything harmful to your breath? And that's why shaitan is opening all these stores. Because if one insan rises to what Allah wants from these awliya, he becomes as powerful as one thousand men. If one insan rises, he becomes as powerful as one thousand men. Thousand of rijalullah, not these, these dunya people. Men, women, same word. If you rise to your occasion, you become so powerful that shaitan is threatened by that. So opens a store on every block, smoke! Drink! Why? So that you don't rise. Your element of water will be destroyed, every smoke it make all of you to be narani, it even ignites your bronchial tree to be a fire. So how is the insan going to reach anywhere by that? It's not a coincidence it's opening every day, every corner. Shaitan knows how to bring down insan. Then the position five, the shaykh of position five is teaching that the five are your five senses. If these five senses are not open and understood and every sense has a duplicate, you have seeing from your eyes but Allah wants the seeing of your heart. So that that shaykh is responsible with the sobas, with the teachings, with the guidance that don't use only your five senses for this world. Then you're deaf, dumb and blind of akhirah. And Allah just says, when they're blind in this world, they'll be blind in the hereafter. They didn't care to open anything, what they're going to hope there's going to be waiting for them on that side. The reward is to open on this side. So, Ya Rabbi this hearing, because hearing samina watan, our way is based on hearing. These ears are hearing a lot of things but they're really not hearing the guidance of that teacher. Means that everything will be based on samina watan, I heard and I obeyed. And what I'm hearing even it's displeasing to my ego and I don't care to listen to you, that's what Allah wants. Struggle with what they're teaching you because these are the sadiqeen, kunuma sadiqeen. Allah's order was to accompany them. Every isharat coming is going to be a, a battle on your ear, battle on your ear and it block out the satanic hearing or shaitan wants the hearing. So then where you see everybody with earrings? 
some with a hundred earrings. Men and women. Why? Because shaitan wants to show people, I own that ear. Allah wants its ownership and shaitan wants the ownership. When shaitan owns it, he marks it to show, no this ear is for me, it's not for Allah So then these rijal are coming and teaching that the position five, the shaykh inspiring that all your senses have to be trained, open up your reality. You have a seeing from your heart, you have a hearing from your soul, you have a breath of your inner reality, you have a sense of touch that is subtle, not the physical touch, the sense of subtle touch in which you feel energy around you and you have a taste in Ramadan. It's not fasting only with mouth and hunger, all the five senses must be fasting in Ramadan so that you have a sense of taste. When you sit on the carpet and you do your tafakkur and contemplation at the zikr, you should begin to taste the zikr. You should begin to feel it with all your being like voltage of energy flowing through. That energy becomes the source of life for us. If that energy not achieved as if you are dying. So much energy is coming, if you don't have it one week, two week, third week you're dead. You feel like it's finished Ya Rabbi, I've been cut off from the heavens. And that's what they want, take your sustenance from Allah Although we're eating and drinking like everyone else, these zikrs are the source of power. When all these five senses are trained by muttaqeen, then everything can become open. The position of six is coming right behind and teaching that six is the secret of love. That your three and the reality of your three must be the way Allah wanted that reality. Six is wadud, six is Divinely love. Allah begin to show you that all oh, this creation is based on love. Not the love of sexual love, it's based on the inner reality of your being. Allah placed the love within your nucleus. What they call strong nuclear force, weak nuclear force. There's a force in the nucleus that is from ish, love of the Divinely Presence. There's an electron that's created with a love for the nucleus and it wants to come. This is the Layla wal Majnoon. When people don't understand what the Layla wal Majnoon, they think it's like a love story, no they're cuckoo. The, the woman was the love, was the, was the Layla, the Majnoon is the electron. He's lost in love with what Allah put into his heart, doesn't know why. The electron doesn't know why it's in love, all it knows I have to go, I have to come, I have to come, I have to come. Then the other weaker nuclear forces, there's no permission right now. Now starts the game of our creation. This love is coming, Allah not allowing it, as a result it begins to move. Real love doesn't stop. If they say you can't come through the door, you'll jump through the window. The electron has no ego, it knows it's in love, it has to reach. As a result it begins its uh, centrifugal movement. So you have the mass attraction, your centrifugal force, now you created an upward thrust. This is the reality of all creation. 
This is appearing because it's moving in love. As a result it has a hologram, it's appearing, this upward thrust. If Allah take this love away, this spin stops, this falls, it is but a dot. All these universes probably fit on a finger. There's no, there's no space. So position six Allah showing, this is love. Everything about you is made from love. This is what Allah wants, make your tawaf, be like your electrons. Give away your bad character to come closer. They have to give away to come to a closer charge because they're trying to reach these seven rings, seven paradises, seven names. Everything about your small is as if the large. The micro, the macro must match in its haqqaiq. And Allah is teaching at that position that shaykh is teaching, everything about you is love. Everything about you is tawaf for the center. Then they begin to describe what is that love in the center? What is that sifat in the center? What Allah put of the reality of Sayyidina Muhammad in the center of that nucleus that make all this creation is moving for that love. Then it goes to seven which has to do with the perfection of your elements and your soul. Seven is now the opening of your soul and your body you're becoming common. Eight is the oceans of Hayat, nine is the Sultanat. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzat amma yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bisir Surah al-Fatiha. Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi